How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Two Summoners podcast. My name's Corby, and I'm joined here by my fantastically handsome, once again, co-host, Papa Pike. How we doing, man? Good, man. Real good. I blew, blow dry my hair today. It's, it's looking real shiny. Um, no products. Fantastic. No products. Who would have <laughs> To thought? the audio listeners, yeah. love us to death. Uh, his hair is looking fantastic. So it's, just imagine fantastic hair. We've tried to go with that oceanic theme, right? And I was like, you know what? I'll make my hair look like a wave. So it's just this big, beautiful golden <laughs> wave of just just follicles just pure follicles oh, so for, what a word yes, picture you've got there oh man. look we've got to start doing it for them we had some feedback saying let's let's give the word the the listeners the audio listeners three claps if you love us um that we need to give you a bit more detail so i've got a nice stubbly beard going no beard oil mm. today sadly so it's not shining um i'm looking fresh to death i've had a great day corvy however it's beautiful man it's just looking prime ah. it sucks that he has a girlfriend because i would date ah, the hell it. out of that <laughs> I'll stop it there. <laughs> You're too kind. How's your week been, Pike? What uh, what have you been up to, man? Well, mate, just just going through the motions, eh? Uh, I actually got a call today. I'm I'm looking for a new job, um, which is I really am. cool. And I got a call that these people called me. I applied for them this morning, and they called me back within like four hours. So I've got an interview next week. I'm cheering. Um, yeah, so I've got some big things in the works. Um, hopefully, get back to some graphic design work. As as the unfortunately the audio listeners can't see, but for all you YouTube podcast listeners out there, you can actually see we've made some updates to the podcast itself. We're going to keep making little updates as we go, trying to make it as beautiful as possible for you audio listeners. Colby, what what are you describing here? Uh, <laughs> for what they can see. <laughs> well, audio listeners, I love you to death. By the way, uh, we have little animations. On now, and we have uh, the episode number, we have the, the gossip, the whatever comes up, it shows mm-hmm. our logo, everything. He, Papa Pike's done a pretty good job with all the animations and stuff. So, you're getting back into doing uh, graphic design work, man. Yeah, so, well, I've got my degree in graphic design, and I was like, well, I may as well actually yeah, bloody use that just thing, just use it. Like, um, and the job that I applied for today, like, it is some bloody fucking cash money, dude. Like, I will be attending every single like dream hacks, every single fucking packs because. It is a stacked gig, and I'm oh, like, shit, you know yeah, what? Dude. Deal. I'll, I'll, if I'm getting an interview, I'm gonna, I'm I'm real fucking good at interviews, guys. If you can't tell by said podcast audio <laughs> listeners, you could probably tell too, even without seeing the sparkle in my eye, which there is one. Um, yeah, I I'm really looking forward to these interviews because man, ah uh, no, no, grats, dude. I'm 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 happy for you. Hopefully, how you get are you? Them. How are you? Oh me? Up to? Oh me? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm I'm doing good, dude. Uh, for those who don't know, Darker Darker game uh, is back on uh, playtest slash demo, and mm-hmm. I love that game. So I'm playing that right now on stream, just nice. streaming, hanging out, working myself. And uh, yeah, final semester of uni for me. So after Ooh. that, I'm done. Wait, what do you study? Uh, software engineering. Well, I hate I'm you. a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we'll go start our own League of Legends. We dude, Blackjack no, with software and, and like you know what? software and design. We're done. We're good. League of Legends 2 is finally out, baby. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's the Overwatch release where we're going to bring out a whole new map, couple new champions. Guys, don't worry about it. And then we're not going to give you the one feature that we said we'd promise until next year anyway. So don't worry about it. Overwatch 2, guys. League of Legends 2 coming to a screen near you. Um, <laughs> that's well, awesome. That, that's oh, we've also man. had more people reach out to us in yes. DMs. And uh, they've submitted some clips. Uh, we'll be playing one of them today. Uh, don't forget, guys, if you want to reach out with like clips, games, mm. or like anything, or even if you have some questions that you want us to answer, uh, DM either Papa Pike or I on Twitter yep. or Discord. Uh, we'll put them in our chat and we'll talk about which ones we, we want to chuck on the pod. Yeah, we actually got a really good one from a streamer as well, which is really exciting because I love seeing streamer clips 
over mm. other ones because you get a little bit more with those like if you get a cool game clip yeah it's nice um so if you are a streamer or you can get your webcam or some sort of reaction that we can see too that is phenomenally better unless you're an audio listener and then you just get to listen to it but we're going to try and talk you through it a little bit more and give you as much detail as possible so we'll probably end up watching it reacting to it and then probably running over the play and judging it really severely do you think that's a good idea corby <laughs> yeah she yeah. yeah plus i also love my pastime is i love especially when people like raid me on on twitch when i'm live i love judging people's streams man <laughs> i go on their channel when they raid me i do this thing called first words with corby if you raid me i go to your channel i skip to a random place in your like like most recent broadcast and we see what your first word is we do gambling nine times out of ten it's a swear word if they're playing league of legends <laughs> you won't so, see yeah, that on my stream, stream. <laughs> yeah yours will be just like i play fizz yeah i play aurelia i played really and i entered recently i shouldn't have done it you you unknowingly made me play aurelia <laughs> So the, the old term audio and podcast listeners is uh, an influencer. Funnily mm. enough, <laughs> I think okay. I've nailed that on the head. <laughs> because it's like we needed AD in the in the comp. So I'm like, man, what AD champion should I play? Usually I play GP, but for some random reason, my brain's like, Aurelia. Yeah, Pike's, if Pike can play it, Corvi can play it. That's oh, the simple truth. Man. No, Aurelia. I went like three and six. <laughs> I played terribly. <laughs> Dude, I, I actually came off the best Cassiopeia game just before too. Like I'm trying yeah. to branch out and I was like, I was going to play Fizz, right? Going to play Fizz. Before we get into the LCO and all the round robin stuff as well. Um, I was playing, going to play Fizz and then they picked Lissandra and I was like, well, I can't fucking play that anymore because she's just going to spit in my mouth and then suck it back out. Um, so I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll play Cassiopeia. Still new to the champion. I'll give it a whirl. Dude, I went something like, I can't even check it right now, but I went like 11 and like five or something. And I was one-shotting their bot lane. Both of them. Yeah. Double kills. One-shotting. Just sitting... I was camping. I was literally that dirty cod player that sits in a bush <laughs> and waits for them to just walk in. And then you just hit them with scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they froze it. I was like, ha, <laughs> shit. And then they just Jump dead. scare. And I was like, sweet. And then we just ended off a really good Baron. I was like, fuck you guys. I'm trying Damn. to camp. They camp my lane so cast. hard. Viego, Lissandra camping my lane at like minute three i was like you fuckers you deserve to lose yeah. but okay corvi before we get to our awesome interview which we haven't really teased a little bit of yet but we do have our first interview of the podcast ever it's a bit mm -hmm. of a big one too eh yeah yeah kind of happy that we actually got i honestly i thought one of the first ones we would get was just a, a streamer or something because yeah. i feel like they're, they're more comfortable to reach out but what we got's pretty interesting I, i'm kind of happy to to get into that uh, a little bit more on that later, but before we dive into who it is, let's yes. talk about the fact that the NL LCO finally finished the round robin, <sighs> and the standings of who's in what group is finally out there. Uh, how do we feel the the round robin went, man? Um, you, for the for the podcast, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really brutal. I want to be as honest as possible for you guys. I yep. want you to get my honest opinion. I think it's fucking trash. Like it's yep. so shit the way that they've handled this whole situation and don't get me wrong i love the lco i want to work for the lco like we, that's a goal of ours we want to get to the top but the way this was handled solely around peace has ruined this round robin has ruined the standings and i just feel like it is so hard to get a balance here like we've got diables versus peace coming up which is top team versus bottom team and it's just i just 
but pace is looking so good so this is a whole nother side to that corvi so i'm, I'm a little yeah. bit angry but at the same time i just love watching the lco it's it's always fun to watch skimmy and rusty just having a good laugh on cast and kitty coming in with some crazy interviews but i, I don't know i don't know what to make of these standings but I, i'll pass it over to you because i'll just keep getting angry and my red hair can't catch fire yet uh, yeah, true. No, I 100% agree with you. We'll be talking about it more on the second half of the podcast. We're going to split it up into two halves. The first mm. half is going to include the interviewer, and after that, we'll talk more about this. But I just wanted to... We've rounded up, and we've finished the best of ones. And yeah, you're right. There's Group A and Group B. Yep. Uh, Chiefs are put into Group B with uh, uh, Team Bliss, Kanga, and GZ, which I feel like is the best thing for Chiefs right now because yeah. they're not looking the best, which, again, we'll talk about later. We'll uh, stick that. around. Yep. Um, and Die Wolves pulled out amazing wins oh, against dude. teams they probably shouldn't have win against in there. They rose to the top of the rankings and their reward for all of that hard work is Diverse Peace, who, which played this week for the first time, looked sick as. Dude, so it they came sucks. out of nowhere. Well, I guess it's not so much they came out of nowhere. They just didn't have the visa that was standing behind them. But they have... And before we get into it, I'll just leave it on this. But the note that the chat that today's episode, guys, is there is no peace purely because we're angry but at the same time peace just wasn't there and now they're like a top tier team yeah they're looking really good man they um so we'll see how group a rocks out because it's yeah. got die wolves peace pgg three of the top four teams yeah and then they have mammoth and with that we can uh finally announce that we have who as our interviewee today we have maca mm -hmm. who is actually the general manager of mammoth who's actually reached out to me saying let's jump on i'd love to be on he's a podcast listener so three claps for you my friend you're going to be listening to this one later mate you're a beautiful man we're going to pause and we're going to come right back with maca so stay tuned guys will be two seconds see you soon Thank you for that cheeky little pause. It was just a slight blip on your screen, but it was quite a long pause for us as we were just waiting to get it all rocking and rolling. But we have Maka, who's just above me, looking fierce as always in that mammoth jersey. How are you doing, my man? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's, uh, yeah. it's good to be good here. Man. Mate, first guest yeah. uh, off, off, off the bat. Like, how does that feel? Yeah, it's kind of nice. I mean, this came about very, very quickly. I know... Mm. Uh, I got asked to to reach out to you, um, and it happened like maybe over the course of a day. And yeah, you're like, oh, you got right, asked to. You got well, asked to. Wait, who reached out to you? <laughs> uh, our, our scrim manager. Your scrim uh, manager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the scrim? You have to name drop. Who's the scrim manager? Okay, okay. It was it was darkness. He was in your stream, um, and he was like, "Yeah, like he said, we should get someone from Amazon. I don't know if this is cap or not, but I was like, "All right, I'll, yeah. like." I'll message him and see, and so yeah, just just went from there. Sweet. I do actually remember that darkness being in stream saying we should all get some people together. I was just like, mate, let's let's hook that up. So you reaching out to me was the best thing that could have happened because everyone we keep reaching out to just seems to ignore me. I'm not sure about Corby. <laughs> no, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've actually I've got about like four or five people lined up, and I was actually just keen to get Mac because you actually have probably the best title that we sort of want to talk to is a, is a general manager, someone who's in charge and running it all. But um, yeah, so we've got some questions for you. I think you've got a couple for us, but I think, Corby, let's, let's kick it off and see what Mac, uh, Mac is up to. All right, sure. Uh, well, first off, uh, one thing. Well, introduce yourself. What's your yeah. job? What do you do? Tell me about you. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm Maka. Um, I have been working for Mammoth for just over a year now. Um, I started in like Feb. Probably this, actually, probably this time last year. Um, and I jumped on as like their sponsorship and deliverables person, um, joined the team. Um, Shiv got me on board. Shout out Shiv, great guy. Um, oh, well, and then it... We love Shiv. <laughs> yeah. What a guy. <laughs> Man, I heckin' love that guy. Wow. Um, 
but yeah, I've been, so I did that for until like August last year and then things slowed down because of LCO. Mm. Um, and then sort of like November, December last year, he reached back out. Um, was like, Hey, like, let's, let's get the ball rolling again. I was like, sweet, I'm down. Um, and so yeah, jump back on board. So me, me and Arcane, as he's known in the community or Adrian, my boy, Adrian, mm. um, we're sort of the two staff members currently, um, in Mammoth. So like officially we go like 50 50 for jobs but for like legal purposes and all that stuff i i take the gm role but i'm not much of a gm just because we we need one but like yeah, yeah all the all like the socials and, and everything sort of shared between the two of us so right. yeah so so i think that's probably a good way to start is you've sort of described a gm um just sort of running the main maintaining the day-to-day sort of for the team like sort of break down what you um and adrian would actually be doing um like on a song i had to do it I literally when you said adrian it's just like i'm i'm putting i'm putting some rocky in there for sure um yeah i mean but, definitely needed you know yeah <laughs> so like on a day-to-day what would you be doing to to be supporting mammoth right like let's walk through it at like just from eight o'clock to four o'clock yeah well Eight o'clock to four o'clock is like my daytime job, so okay. <laughs> not a lot of ma- not a lot of mammoth in there, but um, I'd be doing it. It is, yeah, it is looking after uh my uh my players. Yeah. I've got one's got a pesky player. You might know him. He's called Voice. Bit of a baby rager sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. so got to handle his stuff. No, but it's pretty much um just communicating with the players, like organizing uh like scrims for them is what I help doing. Not not so much the league team, but like our Val team that we just picked up. Um I organize like international scrims, regional scrims for them. So that's sort of like the the easy stuff I can do at my job. And then mm. sort of outside of that it's all where where all the 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 you know the fun stuff happens. So it's like yeah. uh yeah, organizing the team for the upcoming week, making sure all the players are happy and, and staff are happy and, and that everything's sort of on track yeah. and that like Shiv Shiv Adrian or Arcane and myself are all on the same page of where you know it's especially at this time like it's like monthly planning for us sort of like yeah. where we want to take mammoth over the course of february march yeah, cool. yeah was arcane in any other like amateur scene like two years back or something why is his name so familiar to me yeah i mean it would be like and it would be for a few people that listen because he is very like kept under wraps but he does a lot of the hard work in the background mm. so he's done graphics for lots of the amateur stuff especially yes. league. um so you, you would have seen his fire graphics whether it be some sock or any of the other stuff some avalanche graphics he's done all the lfts that went out at the end of last year from not even like not only our players but like everyone else's like all our video content video content for other people he's done and, and all rebrands so he's 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 a machine in the scene I've yeah damn he's done heaps i've worked with him before me yeah, and him actually I think, did some I editing together. Yeah, for um, yeah. Avalanche, me and him, I, I coordinated. I think I've worked with him with Weekend Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would have. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Dude, he's everywhere. Yeah, the man's yeah, footing all doors. I love that. Okay, well, I, I wanted to quickly talk about, let's let's break it down into like the LCO now. I still want to talk about your position because I'm actually really curious as for people in our audio listeners and all those people out there who want to start making. Love you to death. Yeah, want to get into, we love you to death, that want to get into um, esports LCO and pro gaming right like um i want to talk about uh what do you think of like the management as a standpoint for the lco like yeah i sort of want to break that down do you, corvy do you have anything to add on to that question yeah i kind of just like i know what it is for the players because i know a bunch of players that play for gravitas because as my into the lco like last split uh, as great as they did mm. um but for management what's that like with lco and how you yeah. liking it uh yeah it's it's good, but it's also really new for me because we had um, mm. someone else was running it last year. Um, and 
yes, yeah, so she kind of kept it under wraps on her side of things. Um, but I take note of yeah, she's uh yeah. So the new Bliss team manager. So yep. she did it for us last year. Um, I'm just gonna put a little uh little side thing out there that uh, I gotta be very careful with what I say because yep. uh, <laughs> I'm on the NDA with both Mammoth and. LCO slash Riot Games. Right, so, yeah. uh, we'll do our best. I, yeah, I'll try and answer them to the best of my ability without yeah. leaking stuff. But um, pretty much it's like um, directing with like like coordinating with the like the ESL staff, especially over the last uh, especially last week when we had those bans against us for for bug mm. breaking. Like there was a lot of back and forth between me and the ESL staff and Riot Games doing that stuff. It's making sure that my players. Um, and, and the team, especially coaches, are all following the guidelines and the contracts because, you know, there's stuff in the, the LCO contracts that the players have to abide by. Mm. So I've got to make sure that, you know, if ESO asks you to do an interview, that, you know, you, you do the interview sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they're, really, they're, they're super chill. Really, really good to work with. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really nice working with, with ESL and, and the LCO. <laughs> I feel like someone has a gun to your head yeah. while you're saying that. <laughs> Someone's actually behind I that curtain. There's actually they someone behind it, and they're just pointing this gun, and it's just like they're just they're just whispering in the background. Shh, don't do it. Don't no, I want to shout out. Shout out to, uh, yeah, I want to shout out to. Okay, please forgive me. <clears throat> Sorry if I say her name wrong, but Ashling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ashling. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot of back and forth between me and her, and she is putting in so much like hard work behind the scenes that not a lot of people see. Like she's mm-hmm. really, really running the show. And so it's a lot of, you know, back and forth between me and her. And she's like been amazing. Cause like, obviously I've been in the role for like less than a month sort of thing, but she's like <laughs> helped me so, like so much. Like I, I can message her at any time of day and be like, Hey, like, wow. what do I need to do here? And she'll get back to me like almost instantly. So it, yeah, she's, she's a machine. That's awesome. So you weren't a part of like any teams or anything in 2022. It's just all this year. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I was part of Mammoth last year, but I stepped. I mean, I wasn't directly involved with the team stuff. Mm. It was more like the commercial side of things. But commercial? Yeah. What do you mean there? Oh, like doing the the sponsorships and partnerships and the the higher order stuff. I guess mm. that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Could you break that down a little bit for us? I guess for for people who do want to maybe take more of a backseat in in pro gaming um this yep. is definitely an opportunity for people like let's let's break this down like how would someone get into this position yeah so um the way it happened for me is shiv and i i found this out through twitter so i got this whole thing started through twitter mm-hmm. um and i was not yeah, a big well. twitter user not a not a big twitter user at all um which is completely swapped now but tw- shiv put out a thing on twitter saying hey i'm looking for social media people like hit me you know shoot me a dm and so i shot him a dm I was like, hey, like, I'm interested because I was doing socials for, you know, sporting clubs I've worked for and whatnot. Um, and so, yeah, I shot him a DM. I was like, hey, like, I'd be interested. He got back to me and then, like, it sort of went dark and I heard nothing. Mm. And then February last year, he reached out to me. He's like, hey, like, I've seen some of the other stuff you have on your, like, resume or whatever. Or we, had, we had a meeting, I think, to talk about it. And he's like, I'd like to bring you on board as, like, the sponsorship person. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, And I was more than happy to do it for free. He did pay me, um, which is awesome um but yeah that that's how i like got my foot in the door um yeah. for that it was literally just like dming him through twitter yeah. pretty much that's a random stumbling into it huh yeah that's kind of awesome it so weird it's yeah, actually, i was like i'll shoot my shot and see what happens dude, that's actually the biggest thing i've found and this is what we've heard on other podcasts as well like i know um other um streamer podcasts um also uh, shoutcaster podcasts and stuff all over the world everything that they say is directly to that is just send someone a message 
you never know what they're going to say. Like, there is always a chance that they're like, yeah, we need someone else to help out with that. And you just build your way from there. So I think you're right. Twitter, Twitter is the lifeblood, man, I've, I've found. Like, I, well, I'm mm. exactly the same. I only just started using Twitter probably just at the end of last year. Just being yeah, like, you like oh, all my stuff. I love it. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Someone, that's the whole point. Like, you got to like everyone's shit. Like, if you're not a bit of a like a heart whore, you you're not doing Twitter right. You <laughs> For know sure. What I mean? For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're getting your name out there. Um, but yeah. no, I love hearing that because then it means if you want to get out there, Twitter is a really good place to actually just network, which is mm. esports. You need to be in cahoots with people. You need to get your name out there and be known. It's the only way you can really move forward. So, um, I love hearing that, man. I love hearing that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're actually 100% right with that last comment like it's like I tell this to all the players and especially our Val team because like our Val team are young young guys right young kids like really new to the scene mm -hmm. and and I say this to Arcane and Adrian um or Arcane slash Adrian um yeah like I say to him like you need to start like marketing yourselves as players yeah right like mm -hmm. you know you hit a nice clip on on Val right you, you post it you know yep. you, you retweet what Valorant's doing you, you know you, you hit clips you you retweet wins like you comment after every game you you drop statuses you know arcane is dropping needs to drop graphics and stuff it's just how you get your name out there in the scene yep. um and and sort of move move up in the oc ecosystem i guess yeah, yeah you're 100 right I, i've noticed that with a bunch of things and it's it's not about like yeah you can play in the lco you can play as a valorant team but you need to build something off that because if you're away for a, for a split or for a season i don't know what it's called in in valorant pro scene but if you're away for a while and you haven't posted anything even when you were a pro, like, pro mm. player, no one's going to see the fact you were one in six months' time. No one's yeah. going to care almost in OC because it's a small region. You need to start posting your wins, start getting your name in the door. Everyone needs to be thinking about what you've been doing, whether you're playing or not playing. And someone who is playing right now that's done a decent job of that, who's been bench warming for fucking years, just is who's playing Bliss, yeah. uh, who's playing for Bliss now, rather, uh, is why not? He's why done not? a great job uh, promoting himself and building himself like as an online like creator or entertainer or whatever. Now he's playing and there's a lot more eyes on him. More people are talking about him. His names are coming up even in this podcast because he's done such a good job marketing himself as a player. Yeah. So it's something very important. That's a good point, man. Yeah, no, you're spot on. I, uh, yeah, I agree. I think... On following off from that, and this is going to be more tailored, I'm going to say towards Mammoth now, because I want to start talking about um, Mammoth in the off season, current season, all that sort of stuff. We'll start getting into a bit of the nitty gritty sort of stuff. Um, do you think Mammoth has some opportunity there for their players to maybe start marketing themselves a bit more? Like we know the names, we know the players, but is there a plan in place from Mammoth's point of view that is, hey, let's let's start to build that a good rep let's like let's get you guys in the limelight a bit more we want people to say hey that's voice that's voice plan for mammoth like is there a plan in action for that have you guys looked into that at all or is that something you're trying to focus on just getting getting a foundation going yeah i mean so when we go to them with uh like the contracts and whatnot and stuff we do talk about it and, and we literally lie it all out on the table and we're like look mm -hmm. we're an org like priority for us is is you guys right the players yeah like that that's our priority so we've got in there you know like you message arcane and that guy's a bit of a gremlin so he stays up at the some whack hours <laughs> but like you can message arcane anytime he'll make you graphics to put up he'll put, like do victory stuff for you mm. he'll do stats for you he'll do sh you know streaming stuff for you he'll do overlays and and all that stuff so we do try and provide the tools um for the players to use but i mean it's like you know you can lead a horse to water, yeah. but you can't make it drink, yeah. right? Like, so, so we, yeah. we give them, yeah, we give them all the tools and the resources that they they can utilize. 
Um, and some of them have, don't get me wrong, some of them have, but like a, a prime example of this would be Split 2 last year mm. where we had Paprise on our team. Um, like great guy. Paprise is a king. Um, yeah, and LPL actually shared one of his plays from LCO in, on, on their broadcast in front of, you know, 60,000 people and they tweeted Jesus. it as well. And I said to him, I was like, Paprise, like, why aren't you retweeting this or quote tweeting it? And he's like, oh, like, I, like, I just don't care. It doesn't bother me. But it, it, it's like it's stuff like that, like especially even now that the LCO are posting clips. Like for example, the Entrust missing the entire wave top on Ash. Like, <laughs> like it's funny as fuck, but like it would get great engagement, right? Like yeah, yeah it would. It, it's stuff like that that like they provide the tools for you. Like why not? It's it's so easy to go onto Twitter and hit one button and retweet it, and it, and you're marketing yourself, you know. Actually, 100% facts. Now, for all LCO players that could be listening, think about it this. You have a cannon minion wave there. Why aren't you farming it? <laughs> farm the wave, dude. Farm your socials. Farm the Twitters. Like any engagement. It's it's IRL farming, dude. Just yeah. get that get that income. Get that get that engagement up, dude. Now you're hundred percent right. To think of the fact that he didn't even follow up on the fact that LPL oh god, that's cringe. Anyway. Anyway, well, we have some harder questions here, man. Oh yeah, him. Um, and, and I want to get into him. Uh, mm. One thing, just before we get into him, uh, is were you a part of any recruitment process before the season began, and how hard was it to get players? Uh, let's turn before the season into before slash the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, towards the very end of roster lock, yes. Um, and sorry, what was the second part of that again? And how hard was it to get players? Like, was it, it a competition? <laughs> Uh, yeah, extremely. I, I am so shocked at the state of the Oceanic League scene. It it it, it baffles me. I think my because my mindset coming into this year, uh, so like November sort of to now where we are, was purely like maybe more of a traditional sports sense, hmm. like you know playing for your your football team or your you know AFL team or or, or whatever, right? Where where you try to compete to be at the top right that that's what you want to do mm. and and if say for example i'm playing you know third grade or fourth grade football and if i was given a chance to compete at the top in first grade like i would i would trial and want to give it a go mm. right like mm. it, and and there's plays in the scene that don't because you know maybe their friend isn't in the team or their friend didn't get asked to trial or they weren't happy with uh, how how the how the mm. trials are run and whatnot and i'm not going to name players but there's one person in the scene in particular that stuck their hand into our uh, our process and uh, pardon my French, but they fucked it for us big time. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, we definitely won't name drop that. That's that's yeah. yeah. Are they are they currently competing? Uh, I'm not going to say, but they know exactly who they are. Um, and I've held my tongue for the last two and a half months on it. Um, but yeah, that player really fucked us over. So. So if you are listening, that player, just so you yeah, know, fuck you. eat shit. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. That's that's really interesting. So, yeah, I, I kind of want to break that down a little bit more, but it's probably yeah, worth sure, moving on as we, we probably can move No, no, let's, let's do it. You want to break I, that I down? Think, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to, like... I want to know. I said to you, yeah, as I said to you in DMs, like, hit me yeah. with all the questions because it's a okay. good platform that I can get sort of mammoth perspective out there yeah because um there's yeah, no, we no have, opportunity we're about to get into some yeah sorry yeah. to cut you off but we're about to get into some, yeah, into no, some tough questions you ready yeah yeah yes so do you want to talk right. more about the roster situation or do you want to head on to do yours you... first oh or... no let's go roster we'll, we'll go we'll roster. follow this train of thought i like the roster talk because i want to talk more 
on you, you sort of like uh, the best example that I can probably give you right now is we saw a bunch of publicity for like the Chiefs and they had their their scouting grounds right that that was blasted everywhere they did a, I think personally they did a really good job of marketing that um, but for other teams I didn't really see too much of that I feel like it was a bit under wraps because we are quite small is it because the circuit is that small that you don't need to be so out there with it um I think that's where I sort of want to look a little bit. Because if you were, if there is trouble in the back end of players not wanting to play, I guess really, um, let's, let's jump the question entirely. What is the oh. what is the way we change that? How how what is your perspective on how we can increase players wanting to play? Um, okay, so the when you mentioned Chiefs and them doing their scouting grounds and whatnot, um, also Chiefs did really 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 good. Like I watched the whole thing; it was mm. really well done. Great opportunity for players to get their names out. It was really good i only know of a few other teams that ran trials but in terms of selecting teams and players in the, the scene there is a huge stigma of picking friends it's who mm. you know not how well you play okay. so th that is that yeah th i don't think a lot of people realize this and mm. i didn't realize this until uh you know 4 59 p.m a minute before roster lock was due but um it's a lot about who you know, and if you don't pick him over there or him over there, then I'm not playing for you. So um, pre-built wow. chemistry is huge instead of building new chemistry. It's all about pre-people. Like, when I say pre-built chemistry, it's like, oh, I've played with him before, we've talked before, I like him, I'll join the team instead of wanting to build something. Yep, 100%. Mm, wow. That's interesting. That is... I, I personally, myself, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. All you listeners prepare for a bombshell. It's like, I hate that. Like, if I've got my best mate, but I know he's hot trash, I'm not bringing him onto my team. I, I love winning too much. Like, I'm playing to take over the scene. So the mm. fact that there is this, these niche little, they're literally just clicks, man. They're just clicks of players coming together and they're strong arming an organization because Fuck they're sakes. like, no, nah, no, nah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, I think that's just appalling. I think that's yep. that just shows the the mentality of O's. Like that's showing probably why we can't get past a group stage at Worlds, right? Like we're all just playing with our best friends and uh, just having a good yarn. Nah, man. Who the fuck cares at that Dude, stage, bro? This, yeah, it's like it just fucking play. We're here to see pro league legends for the region. <sighs> this should be the team should be built off the best fucking players we have. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, you've nailed it, right? Like, I, I came into the scene and I heard that and I almost threw up in my mouth. I was like, that is, like, that is disgusting. Like, you would rather spend another year in amateur playing with your friends than be given a platform in LCO to compete, even though people think, and yes, after our O2 week, like, we are one of the bottom performing teams, it still gives you a platform to, to get your name out there and, mm. and to move on, right? So, for example, let's look at, you know, Brittany, She's, which was last year, she's now managing Bliss, right? Mm. Ash, coaching Ground Zero. Tron, playing in Ground Zero. And, like, that's just recent. Like, you go back, like, further. Mm. Like, Babip, played on Mammoth. Destiny, played on Mammoth. King, played on Mammoth. Triple and, and Fudge. Like, like our org may look shitty now, but we've had a platform and a foundation put in place for years. Like, Goodo as well. Goodo played for us. Shinky yep. played for us. And they're, they're, they're all using us as a, a stepping stone to move up, which is fine, right? That's what you want to do. You want to aspire to be at the top. Um, but, like, these players won't even take that risk because it may make them look, I don't know, worse if they're on a, a lower a lower team, I guess. Um, and so they just revert back to, oh, well, I'm going to play an amateur for another year with my friends. 
Yeah, and and to touch on that with people not wanting to play on a, like an amateur, like uh, like they want to play on like an amateur team, but they want to play on like the greatest team. No one ever has gone from being unrecognized, unknown solo queue degenerate to being the top of the league picked up by Chiefs. That is a bullshit way of thinking yeah. about the league, and I 100% agree with you because like these people literally on your team today or over the last four weeks of being playing or three weeks rather. Um, their literal faces and their heads and their names have been plastered in front of 7,000 people. Win yep. or lose, that is a fact. Yeah. And to the fact that they are undermining that because they want to stay in solo queue for another year just fucks me over. That makes me kind of mad. Plus, you went overseas. Your org went overseas, yeah. dude. The mmms like, <laughs> in the chat were mad. I know you've changed it. That's why I keep saying mmm on Twitter. But <laughs> Emmy Senior. But, like, that was, you've been overseas as an org. Granted, you might think of yourself, and I, I hate when orgs put themselves down to a point where they think themselves as a stepping stone, because don't forget, you are the end goal for some people. Mm, like, you may, who knows, like, Kenga took down a big team recently, which yeah. is a huge upset. I'd like to get your thoughts on that as well. Um, who the fuck knows? You may end up top five, top seven, top whatever. You might end up top one. Who cares? But that is a fact. That could happen. Yeah. If you're playing in OC, if you're playing an amateur, that dice roll can never happen yeah, yeah so i'm yeah to tie it back sorry for the rant no all good what do you think about the kanga versus chiefs upset by the way mm. <laughs> <laughs> um no i think it's about time and i think it's also good that it shows chiefs weaknesses mm. uh as well it's i think i think it's really healthy for the scene because if if chiefs won that game right you'd have again Top four, bottom four, like split mm -hmm. pretty pretty heavy, right? Yeah. Um, and right, I mean, you can't really count peace. They're kind of like hot at the moment. They're looking really good. They'll be up there too. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Kanga versus uh, Chiefs game. I was surprised at that they put Mayfan on Amumu. Um, I've been kind of surprised the picks they've been putting him on the last few games. Um, but it's finally good to see them all click um because they had high expectations right i mean they were voted way higher than us way higher than ground zero um and some of the, some of their individual players were, were rated higher which is good um plus like it's always good to see mayfun get a win right even if he's not yeah. on, on on mammoth um and dar as well dar's a social guy he ran some socials oh, for us no last dar. year yeah dar so it was good that um he could finally get a win um but i, I yeah it, it was good Sweet. Yeah. All right. Uh, Papa Pike, do you want to start the, the questions from four onwards? We'll get into the tough I ones. I think we're, we're going to start getting into some tough ones. So, yeah. so prepare yourself, Macca. But you don't, <laughs> yeah, have to be, good. don't have to be too prepared, but prepare yourself. Um, yeah, so the, the big questions we want to start getting into as we get into the nitty gritty stuff, what exactly happened with the removal of the bands from <laughs> that game? There was a lot of Twitter controversy going out. There was a couple speculations. I personally think the Masons were involved or the Illuminati, <laughs> but there's quite I thought it was a lot rise. of speculation. Yeah, yeah. I th I'm putting Arcane, uh, but then I think it was Jinx from Arcane who was impacting it the most. But we don't <laughs> worry about that. Um, but what happened with these bands? Uh, like, can you just break it down for us? Can you give us some insight? Yeah. Um. Okay. Let me give me one sec. I want to say something, but I would be political. Okay. So, so the ESL sent out a bug list, right? And a, a list of rules. Every It happens every year. What you guys can do, what you can't do. Like some bugs and stuff in the game that they call it exploits, which is which is fine, right? Um, 
we were told on the Monday game against PGG, there's, there's a bug, right, where if you get Herald and spawn it and then trinket straight away, it refreshes your trinket cooldown. That's a bug exploit you're not allowed to do, which is which is fine, right? It's, it's part of the rules. Um, so Akano, uh, big solo queue player, he, he does this every single solo queue game. So going into it, you need to think about... This guy plays like five, six solo queue games a day doing that yep. constantly. So it, it, it's almost like a habit, right? Like you drop Harold, you, you trinket to, to sweep, right? Muscle so it's a, it's a habit. Yeah, it's it, literally the first time he did it was muscle memory. Now, he did it um, on the Monday game against PGG. Mm -hmm. um, and if you exploit to get a competitive advantage, which is part of the rules that mm -hmm. they, they put out, um, then you get a, a punishment, which is fine, right? It's, you break a rule, you get a punishment. Yeah. The thing that got me a little annoyed was that uh three teams did it the week before i watched all the vods of all the games three teams did it the week before and were apparently issued punishments but as i just said i watched all the vods and none of them lost bands i don't know i don't know who the teams were that did it um all i know is that uh. three lco teams did it none of them lost bands right first time it oh happened they but apparently they were punished which is fine right it's it's whatever we do it for the first time akano does it uh, first time we lose two. Now I, I I reached out and was like, oh, is there like a like can I fight? Is there criteria? Like whatever, whatever. Um, and pretty much it's up to Riot's decision. That's fine, no worries. Mm -hmm. So um, that was it. Then they so also they show you what the instances where the bug is actually exploited. Um, mm -hmm. and they sent us two clips in. Uh, the first one I understand. Yes, hundred percent. Kano swept and got a trinket or something, and then I think dove bot and we killed them or whatever. Um, and then the second one, like sweeper was dropped, and then um, there were no wards swept, so there was like, no competitive uh, advantage. It was he he did it in the mid lane when he dropped Rift Herald mid lane. Um, I remember it was, and then swept, but he only swept the lane which had been swept before, so there was no competitive advantage there. But again. Um, ESL rule it. I say, okay, no worries. So we lost two bands. That's fine. Whatever. We were confident we could beat Kanga anyway, and we did. So heading into the Kanga game, um, we Akano did it again. Again. So when Akano, so it was the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. But Akano knew he did it wrong, and he recorded it because uh, he sent it to us after, and he messaged the ESL referee after saying, "Hey, just letting you know, I've." done the bug again i swept but he waited three minutes the trinket cooldown before doing the other sweeper mm. Mm. so <laughs> and we did bring this to to esl and they decided on it or whatever which is fine whatever um but he waited the three minutes it took for the actual trinket to cool down even though it was cooled down already he sat and waited three minutes before using it again um so that was that was that. However, in that clip that they did did send us, um, he did sweep after it and was able to clear. Um, oh, what do you call it? What try brush? So he got a ward out of it, and then I think, um, yeah. I mean, oh no, that mm. was against the uh, yeah. And then we were playing Chiefs, so nothing. Yeah, or Kanga, I think. Yeah, that was the Kanga game mm. where we lost two bands, and then he did it in there, and and he swept bottom try brush, I think it was, um, and got a ward. But again, and then yeah. The ESL referees messaged us later and was like, "Hey, just letting you know, like, you've lost five bands." And I was like, "Okay, is like, is there any chance we can maybe like, I don't know, get get one less, right? Because yeah. we're against the fucking Chiefs, we're gonna get yeah. steamrolled." Um, and 
uh, they were like, no, sorry, it's like being decided upon. And I was like, okay, cool, no worries. Like, that's the rules. You got to follow them. The players are, are very well aware of that. Um, and we didn't do it against the Chiefs all this week, so we're we're in the clear. <laughs> but well I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, on the social aspect of that, because there are a lot of people that were commenting on it. Yes. Um, and mm. I, I do want to touch on Busty it. I'm being sure one you guys of them. Are, yes. I mean, that guy's got a vendetta against us, and yeah. Anyway, um, we'll go into that on, later. On, yeah, on the social situation, right? You got to think of it from not like the the league's point of view, but from like my point of view and Arcane's point of view, right? We're, we run the socials. Like mm. we've just been told that we're playing Chiefs and we got told like maybe 11 or 12 that morning. Um, so we had like a few hours because our game was mm. at six. It was the first one. We've been told that in five hours time, we're playing the Chiefs. Um, we have zero bands and we have to redo our whole draft strategy, which is currently thrown out the window because like Biopanther just gets Jax and Aladora gets Yumi, right? So how do you win? Mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we had to throw that out the window. So I'm sitting here, and I've been told we've lost five bands, right? Now, I let the team handle their team stuff, because I'm like, all right, coaches, this is what you're paid to do. You sort sort your shit out. Mm. I'll deal with the stuff online. Rather than going online and, like, being all apologetic and, oh, sorry, like, we exploited. Don't get me wrong. Like, we exploited. We, like, Akana did break the ESL rules. It was wrong, but we were punished already, right? We lost five bands against the Chiefs. We were punished already. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to come and suck about it on Twitter because it's just, like, people are just going to cry even more. Yeah. So I, I just went on it and I was like, whatever, I'm going to try and turn this terrible situation into a less terrible situation. And you do that by just, like, using humor or something like that. So I commented, okay. you know, we beat beat Kanga with two bands. Like, look what we can do against Chiefs with, you know, oh, yeah. wait for what we've got installed tonight sort of thing. Beating the ass a little, huh? Um, <laughs> But, like, I, I mean, like, I don't know what the scene expected me slash mammoth to do about it like yeah like yeah it would look so pathetic if i came out and was just like oh by the way like yeah we're, we're, we're so sorry like we'll never do it again like that that's so pathetic it's like whining it's like whatever we'll turn this bad situation into a less bad situation mm, at the same time it probably uh a little bit of advice for the second for the the next time it happens, which will never happen again. Maybe the the best thing is it's like the the avatar thing where there's like active key and then there's like defensive key. There's also neutral key, dude. Like you can be just like yeah, GG Kanga, good win, yeah, like good opponent. That's it, and just leave it there. There's no need to like, I don't know. It just felt uh, from from the average Twitter user Corvy when I log in, it just felt like yeah. you were shitting on him a little. And and we're like, well, we lost two bands. You should, and and yeah, it just didn't it didn't feel right. But I understand. And peeking behind the curtain a little bit, yeah. I can understand exactly what you're going for. Yeah, it just was. I don't think it was received as as the intentions that you had it like to begin with. Yeah. So just on that, um, I was talking more about our Chiefs game day tweet. That yeah. one. Oh, okay. The, the intentions behind Kanga were purely to shit on them. Yes, that's really <laughs> no, you are 100 right. I respect right. that yeah, so much that's, more than that's even better. No, no, the, the scrim schedule thing was one million percent all me and me absolutely shitting on them. Yes, all don't right. worry. Okay, all right. all right. Well, well, now that now that it wasn't, I kind of respect that more. As yeah. bad as that sounds, I, I I do. Do. you know the, you know the context more. behind it, don't you? No, I don't. Tell us okay. at all. Tell us. I'll give you a quick rundown because I like moved on, um, and I'm worried that I don't know whatever Twitter's going to backlash or whatever, but. Um, it was what their owner put out. Um, so we had, it was the Friday before LCO started. So LCO started on Monday. We'd had two scrims as a team. As an actual five stack, we'd had two scrims leading up to LCO. 
right? Mm -hmm. um, we had planned Damn. to scrim Kanger Academy on 7pm on the Friday before LCO started, yep. right? Darjung had been in South Korea and he'd just gotten back. So we finally had a chance to scrim with our actual mid laner. Um, uh, shouldn't, okay. uh, a team put out and are looking for scrim at 5.59pm that Friday, an LCO team. Okay, mm -hmm. so our coaches look and they go, okay, we've had two scrims leading into LCO. Okay, we either scrim Kanger Academy or we scrim an LCO team, mm. right? Yeah. That, that, that's what it is. And so I said to the coaches, I was like, you know, pick what you want to do. If we can cancel on Kanger Academy, just send them an apology, say sorry, like whatever, we move on, right? Yep. Well, uh, their owner did not like that at all. Um, which is understandable, right? Like, and it happened to us all fucking last year. Like, scrims would cancel on us like last minute all the time, um, and it and it sucked. And I've been there, and so like it's like six thirty or whatever, or, or six forty five on the Friday night. We're scrimming. We're planning to scrim the LCO team. We say sorry to Kanger Academy, um, and they just like they blow up. They like lose all their shit. Half of the reason is because um, they're uh, like some of them child for us and wanted to get back at us for you know whatever happened in the process mm -hmm. um others are just using it as an opportunity to shit on us because we're you know a shitty org and and, and everyone just wants to use us as you say so well corvy as a punching bag um and so <laughs> there i messaged their owner and i was like hey like i'm sorry like it, it's just like it's just like it, it i'm sorry like i don't know what else you want me to say like our team's gonna scrim the LCO team, and then he went into a thing saying, oh, like, your manager said, oh, like, screaming an LCO team over an academy team is going to be better practice, um, which it is. Um, mm -hmm. And then... Facts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it just is. And so I'm sitting there, and I spoke to the owner, and I thought it was over, right? I was like, whatever, he's, he's mad, but it's over. Okay, we move on. Um, <laughs> and then I get a Twitter notification about 45 minutes later, and he's gone on Twitter and cried about it. Underneath Rusty's post, nevertheless, as well, because that's that's what you do on a, on a hot shit on Mammoth post. You go and comment and get it that we've just cancelled scrims. Um, and then I had, like, like Mam a gang of staff messaging me. I had, like, people in Discords mm -hmm. messaging me, being like, wow, Mammoth is so scum. Like, you cancelled our academy team. And I get it, right? Like, I apologise. I reached out to some of the players and I apologise. I said, mm. like, sorry, it happens. But from a a purely competitive point of view, my scrim, uh, sorry, my team has had two LCO scrims heading into LCO and they play on Monday, okay, against Direwolves, right? They need the best practice they can get and unfortunately, this LCO team looks better than your academy team does. So, we're, like, it's just, it just doesn't make sense for us to not make the academy team. Uh, sorry, not <laughs> not scrim the, the LCO team, right? It just... From How much pure... notice did you give this uh, academy like team hour. before you cancelled? Like Holy, hour. I can't. An hour notice isn't very much notice. Yeah. Okay, we were only given an hour notice to pick up a scrim anyway, which I I agree. It's it's not a lot of time, and I apologize for it. But like, yeah. I, I I just like I don't know what else they wanted me to say aside from sorry. <laughs> like, and then he, okay, I he leaked DMs or whatever. So I'm just gonna say that he semi blackmailed, not blackmailed. He semi said that like, oh well, maybe Kanga will book you guys, but we won't be sure if we'll be able to turn up etc etc and i was like okay mm. bro like i'm just gonna leave this here you, you do you you go and cry on twitter and, and the worst thing about it is the scene the scene knows that that scrims get cancelled right the, the scene the yeah, scene just know that it happens not maybe not so the top teams i doubt chiefs ever get scrims cancelled on them um but like 
it happens. Like, he can ask his players. Like, he can ask Paprice. He can ask Mayfarn. Like, it happened to us all the time last year. Mm. And we sucked it up and got the fuck over it. And then, like, yeah, he just comes out and says that. And, and it's like, man, like, I, I'm sorry. But, like, it's... Like, I'm I'm backing my coach's decisions. My coaches want to go with this over, over the Kanger Academy. I'm, I'm, like, I'm backing them. Okay, well, I respect you backing your own org's decisions. That, that shows some balls. Even though there is massive backlash against it, it's nice to see yeah. the fact that you do stick with your coaches overall. 100%. Well, you touched on it just before, and to move on really quick, because mm. uh, this has gone pretty long. Look, you said it yourself. Uh, I've considered your team, and I've said it out loud, that your teams are like the punching bag team, the, yeah. the free win team of the league. And, well, for someone like myself, who was backing slashing Gravitas's camp last split, doing content for them... I kind of feel like a similar rhetoric has been spun for that what was for the Gravitas team is now getting stuck onto Mammoth uh, for some reason whatsoever. Uh, why do you think that is? And why do you think people are underestimating your team? I mean, I think it's valid, right? Like if people come and say to me like, oh, Mammoth is a lower place team. Like, I mean, I can't, like I'm yeah, not going to claim here, right? It. It's <laughs> like, I can't say no. Like look at the, look, look at the leaderboard right now. It's like we're bottom table. Like, yeah, you're valid. Like, you know, it, even if I go on Twitter and talk a bunch of shit after a win and whatever, like if we lose, like we lose, I like, suck it up. Like I, I know that the team didn't play well, um, but I, I think especially like heading in and, and all the roster drama and player ratings heading into it, um, I felt a little annoyed at our teams, sort of at the way our team was treated purely because like, I don't know if you guys know this, but four of the five players, actually no, that's a lie, six of the seven players slash staff we have all played on Desire together. So that was an amateur mm. org. And that was Chi-Chi, Akano, Voice, Entrust, Sahil, and Cadence, who are our two coaches. Mm-hmm. All six of them have played together for years in, in uni, at UTS, and and for amateur and Desire. Mm. So our, our team chemistry is actually not too bad. Like, like usually it's not just like five no-names throw, thrown together and then... We were sitting there and and the coaches were like, okay, we're going to weigh up these two mid laners. And so um, Dajang was keen and he trialed. And and I think he was the standout on Grav last year, 100%. Mm. Yeah, he was the best player by far. 100%. And and he was keen. And and we're like, sure, like, we'll we'll trial you against the other mid laners we had trialing. And and, and he ended up on the team. Um, So I think, you know, you take the best from Grav, right? Because he was a standout from Grav. And he's playing very, very well. Like, even even against the Chiefs game, like, he was. He was sort of holding his own slash beating Kisei at sometimes, right? Yeah, I like, do agree with that. Other, other mid laners, he's he's held his own against them, um, and and like yeah, I think so. The synergy is there for the team because like they've played for years before. Like Chi Chi mm. and Akano solo like solo slash duo queue all the time together, mm-hmm. all the time, um, and I, so yeah. Can I quickly just add into that? Is this coming back a little bit full circle again to what we mentioned very close to the start of this interview was we got a lot of best friends playing together after a lot of years. Um, and I'm going to put it into a hard question here now is like, yeah, yeah, is yeah. this part of the problem now with LCO that you said before that we have best friends saying we want to play with these players and all that. Are you guys in a similar boat? Um, I know you did say you, you've chose Dajon cause he was the best player. Fair, fair cop. That makes sense. Um, but you said you've got all the same people from previous orgs, previous um, like player rosters. Like, is this feeding into that same mentality that we keep seeing through other teams? Um, is is there is there some team that needs to start this off and say no? We need to start playing for the best roster we can, or has that already happened? 
I guess is where I'm trying to head with that question. Um, I would agree with you for us if we weren't forced into it. So we went through uh, one, two, three, four, five jungle options. And we went through four top lane options. Mm-hmm. And we were forced into this. Is that um, all you can say? Yeah, that's, yeah. All, that's all he can say. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, it, it just avoids me, like, naming no, players, I and I don't want to no. name players and ruin relationships because, like, I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to come out and like slam all the players for their things because you know some no. some of them had valid reasons, right? Like, don't get me wrong, some of them, like, we reached out to them, they tried, we, we did all this stuff, and they were like, look, sorry, I, I can't because of x or i can't because of y and i'm like it's fair right like you guys are you can't force people to play yeah like your people you've got your own lives to live like you know go go do your thing um but some of them yeah just like it's that yeah whatever friend mentality but yeah well i think that's going to lead us into one of the last questions we have lined up for you maca which is yeah um and we're going to talk a bit, a little bit about the Gravitas situation. Is the main issue with Gravitas, um, in both Corvi and Maya's opinion, um, was the coaching and the lack of support and transparency. Um, for transparency reasons, do you have confidence in the coaching staff to turn the losses into a positive, uh, coachable experience? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, th- also the thing that helps is that again, like Sahil, or the boosted animal has been, and Cadence as well. Um, have been coaching them for for years in the amateur and uni tournaments too. Mm. So it's, they they know how these players tick. They they know what goes wrong. Like the, the and the players respect them too, which is a huge thing, right? You don't want to have a game like you know the Ground Zero game last night and get them all into a call after and have the coach absolutely rip them a new one mm. and the players should just like not care, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in the call after it all happened, like Sahil was like, okay, this 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 needs to change, and all the players were like, okay, like I like I I respect your opinion. And I, I, I listen to that, um, and I do believe once we get the right right formula, because obviously we're not we're not perfect, right? We're sitting in sixth place, like we're mm. and we've got one one real win. Um, but I, I do think that the wins will come for sure against the top teams. Harder, definitely possible. Every League of Legends game is winnable. Um, but yeah, I, I do have faith, and and I sort of have to have faith. Not that I don't, but like I. I I have players and staff and whatever sign the contracts with my full 110% backing in whatever they do. Cool. I like that. I actually am a fan of that. You, you got to have loyalty at some point. I think that's such a big thing that as, as a region, I think Oceania is what well, Australia and New Zealand is. We are all about that loyalty with that Oka Oka lifestyle where we look after our yeah. mate next to us. So oh, I, I really respect that, honestly. So I appreciate the mag. It's nice to hear from the horse's mouth, that sort of stuff, that that is at least happening somewhere in yeah. LCO and esports in Australia, in New Zealand. So um, really well done. But Corby, have we got anything else that you want to add in? Because we've got one more. Yeah, I have a couple of questions. We have one more question, but I want to ask something uh, a little bit separate. Mm. Uh, sure. It comes down to the piece. Uh, like, see, it's mm. pretty bullshit what's happened there. Uh, with group stage been announced, it's come out uh, pretty recently. I have the groups and I sent it in the uh, quest interviews chat yep. that we have yep. here. Um, what do you guys? What do you think about the peace chat and group A? Because that's where you're slotted in. We have mm-hmm. Direwolves versus Peace and PGG versus Mammoth. Mm. Uh, how confident are you versus PGG one? And what the fuck do you think about Direwolves versus Peace as the first place prize versus yeah. Peace? It's a uh, kind of a free group for us, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> um yeah that that loss against grand zero yesterday really fucked us over hey um anyway mm-hmm. uh, um i okay my hot take on peace 
is I actually like what they're doing. They're taking a similar approach to us in terms of their, their socials and presence, right? Whereas they've ignored all the haters and are sticking to their strategy. That's pretty much what they're doing. Mm. Like they're getting absolutely dumpstered by the scene, absolutely torn to shreds. Oh yeah, Shit. but whoever, whoever's <laughs> running their new whoever's running their new piece pages, I think is doing a good job. Mm. Um, and I also, I mean, this is probably a bit of just revenge for, for Mammoth, but I really like peace beating Chiefs the other day. It's just like it, it's also All a good right. warning sign that like even if teams are at the bottom, there's still a chance to to knock off those those top teams um okay. and it sends sends a sort of thing that like okay peace missed the first five games or six games or whatever but they are looking hot and people need to be scared of them for groups and 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 say like split two um but yeah on on the group stage situation i actually really like the first best of five best of five yeah. sorry whatever yeah um, best of five best of five situation because like i mean the diables peace game was an absolute cracker like that was such a good league yeah. game okay. um sure does it suck for die wolves coming first and having the first bottom yes 100%. okay we can agree on that yeah yes it does <laughs> but i mean i mean let's be real like they go down to lose bracket and then knock us out and move on right um mm-hmm. so it's it's fine more i mean yeah the more games you get to play against better teams the more you improve um as well in terms of us against pgg I think if you if you look at our game against them in like the normal split, if you take just the first fifteen minutes and stop the vod there, like <laughs> you would think we're winning. Um, okay. Like like Akano was invading Shernfire, blew a slash level three, like was a giga gak, uh, sorry giga gapping their bot lane as well, diving bot constantly. We were actually our early game into PGG was actually really good and productive mm. the the thing that turned the game there was post 15 minutes where we tried to meet them on midwave and chi chi on camille was a bit late to that mid lane fight and was wiped before we even got there i mean realistically long term uh it wouldn't have mattered anyway because um gp's olaf was like kind of cracked and big counter to our entire team so i yeah i think they outdrafted us but i think i mean obviously everyone has us under the you know uh, like to get absolutely smashed will we lose like i'm i'm feeling it however i would really 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 love to stick it to to pgg i think yep. even if we win any of those games and if we get knocked down to the the losers bracket which you know people will say we might have a high chance of doing then we just you know we, we play that game whether it be diables or peace we actually hope it's peace to get knocked down um, literally sorry mm, literally your response right there it shows a deep understanding of of where you're falling apart and I, I like that uh, as a little bit of a peek behind the scenes and what you're talking about. Uh, because there's there's one thing to lose. And the start of your sentence, I'm like, all right, this dude's like fully hyped up on cope. He's like, <laughs> 15 minutes, GG, we're the greatest. But then you, yeah. then you tie it in the fact that it's like, okay, well, we fucked up. Yeah. And, and also draft issues. Yeah. It, it's nice to see the fact that you're pinpointing little things or pinpointing things that outside of the first 15 minutes or outside of the the game itself that are an issue and it's actually nice to see that teams are, are looking at that and they aren't just someone who came uh from a team who lost a lot and, and this is coming straight from uh the player's mouth it, it really felt like they weren't progressing and mm-hmm. coming from coming from you then it really feels like you're nailing it on some issues that have happened so that that's that's decent so yeah. like look dude i wish you the best of luck versus pgg I hope yeah, to yeah. fuck you. You beat them. Look, underdog teams are always dope to root for. So if you beat them, dope. You know what? In my predictions, 
I, I, I'll take you, dude. You know what? I'll take you in my predictions. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna tank my stats if you lose, but I'll take you in my predictions. Uh, final Eddie, question. Try our best. Final question. Okay. Yeah. This this is what I'm actually really excited for because we we don't we want to talk more about these teams, right? I want to talk about uh, as a whole the uh, LCO. Do you yeah. think any teams, Maka, are overhyped? Yeah, I think Kang are very overhyped, unironically. And that's just not me being being biased. Like, I everyone, was, everyone was coming in, like, hyping them up. And, and we were saying, and, and, and GZ was saying, um, like, like, these guys, don't get me wrong, the players on Kang are good, but in a team environment, I just don't think they, they mingle well together. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just, I, I think they're extremely overhyped. Are they best friends? Um, have they gone Actually, for the best friend I, mentality again that all LCO teams seem to be doing? I only think that bot lane has. Okay, but bot lane's a different story, right? Because, like, bot lane, you, you sort of have to have... Yeah. Good, like, you know, like Dante Bulldog, Hooper Shinky, Ray Zalador, mm. that, that sort of thing, right? Yeah. You, you need to have good um, good chemistry there. So that that's, like, understandable. But, like, I just don't think... And, and I'm just going to leave this out here. I'm very, very hard suck bronze. I do not know much about League, but... From what I can gather, the play style of Mayfan and I watched them all last year, and Fido is very different. Like their okay. mid jungle synergy is is not great, and then Blue, like I think yesterday Blue had a standout performance. Mm. He played extremely well, but that was one in uh, what are we seven games? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, um, I, I kind of like that. Uh, Interesting, man. Yeah. Any wrap up comments for you that you want to say? Yeah. Uh, people to shout out uh, things you want to say before you go. Yeah, I mean, do you guys have any more questions for me? Because uh, I'm... <laughs> no, man, we're no. running out of time, dude. Yeah, oh, we're, sorry, yeah, we're looking, looking pretty close sorry. to the end of it. I hope I didn't talk too long. Um, no, you're good. That was perfect. Yeah, I, yeah, I think... Um, okay, I want to put out there that I think the orgs in the scene, LCO and the Oceanic scene, can do way better. Uh, so I'll take an example. Roster videos, roster announcements, right? Yep. Aside from Chiefs, who actually had a good video. I mean, it, it was sort of spoiled because Snowball like lock, leaked all their roster beforehand. Aside from us and Chiefs, like the roster announcements were extremely underwhelming. Okay, I got to give credit mm. to GZ because they got kind of screwed over. So they w- the video they put together was was fine. But like Direwolves have Decoy, Chaz coming back, matching with Praetith, and you've got Zoranus Poltron, and you've got Valixis or Valixis or whatever talking into a camera for two minutes. And that's yeah. their roster announcement. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you're like, man, like, like, what is what is happening? Like, you've got a, a first place team and you're going to have your coach talk into a camera for two minutes to announce your, your gun roster. It's it's like, like, guys, come on, really? Like, that, that's the best that. you've got? Same mm. as PGG. Like, PGG didn't even do a video. They dropped a graphic the day before LCO and we're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're bringing Shanfire back and we've got Appy Violet in the bot lane and, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And you're sitting there and you're like, you're backed by an internet provider in Perth. You can't fund out some money to, you know, you can pay these players X amount of money to, to pull them out of NA and come back here, but you can't drop a fire, like, roster announcement video. You're going to drop a graphic. It, it's just so underwhelming. Like, you hear it, that? It yeah. Really is. But for Shernfire especially there, like, if, I, oh, if we yeah. pick, pick them as the example, Shernfire coming back to OS is a huge, huge thing. That, that means that there is something happening in 
the uh, proceeds. Extra storyline yeah. could have been yeah. made there. Oh, so, 100%, yeah. Do, do you think it's worth these teams, and just a real quick question before we close it out, is, there, is it yeah. worth these teams, all teams, investing a little bit more of what they have into providing some more content? Like, let's try and compare it to the LEC, where these teams are all about having good yarns on Twitter. On shitting everything. on each other, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Is, is there an opportunity for all teams, not just one team, all teams, to come out and say, let's hire a, a content creator to full-time make shit videos, use clips, take photos of the players, get clips and shit. Is that something worth doing? Yeah, I mean, we did it with our players, right? And and the simple thing with, like, our roster video, like, man, I copyrighted the shit out of that song. Right, but I had Morgan Freeman and Metro Boomin in my league roster <laughs> announcement. Like, how how fucking cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, and 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 the simple thing is that we, because like we got some a few Sydney based players and whatever. Like, we literally like messaged ESL and we're like, hey, for media day, do you mind just pushing the flights back to the next day so we can have time with our team? And and that's all they did. They're like, yep, sure, no worries at all. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And we kept the players here for an extra night and we f- filmed all the content we needed to there. Uh, and, and like, I mean, the issue with some of the teams, like, I don't think Diables could actually pay their video person because, like, yeah, we know why. Um, but like... <laughs> we don't. We don't, Maka. <laughs> uh, no, well, yeah, they've they've uh, they've uh, had some issues paying people in the past. Yeah. That, okay. Let's. I'm just gonna touch on that very quickly, very very quickly. Cause Super quick, because then we'll end it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also don't understand when players go to teams that know they have a bad track record of stuff right like <laughs> it's like guys we know peace didn't play their pay their world roster but we still have people playing for them like we know Diables put out lfts at the end of split one last year uh and i guess we can now assume why right like it's it's you've, you've got these teams that like don't treat their players well but because they're seen as like a better org they don't come to to orgs like I, I you know people can shit on mammoth all they want but shiv is a great owner always pays yeah. players sure sure you sure you can't compare it to the top haze that the chiefs and, and everyone else has but he pays players he pays them on time he he sorts all the stuff out for them like it's it, it yeah it's just yeah disappointing to see all right final question uh sure. shady orgs name three <laughs> and then you can shady. go the shadiest. shady orgs the shadiest yeah. one two uh, and three number one being the shadiest <laughs> yeah Number one is Peace for sure. Um, number two is Direwolves. Let's just say mm-hmm. that their problems aren't just in LCO. Um, number three, I don't have a, a third. Like all the other orgs are, are like pretty well. It's just I just want to see more from the from the other orgs. Okay, that that's that. pretty much it. But yeah, those two are uh, yeah. From a content standpoint, that resonates with me, and I agree. Yep. Do you have anything else to ask the man, Papa Pike? Or can no, we let man. Him go and uh, enjoy his night? Let's, let's give him out to the to the rest of the world. Maka, thank you so much for coming. Now, for the, all you audio listeners out there, love you to bits. Um, guys, he did ju- he did just confirm that we can give mammoths shit, um, but let's be really cool about it, right? Like, Let's be gentle. <laughs> like, if you're going to fist the guy, at least fist him when, he, when he's having a smile. So oh, let's, let's go for that one. Uh, but no, Maka, thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolute no worries, pleasure yeah. having you on. Uh, we probably will have you back at some point. You've been great to talk to you, giving us a lot of insights. If you've got any yeah, of the players, um, let them know that we'd love to have them on too. We're going to be reaching out oh, to a yeah. bunch in the future too. So let us know. Let's try and give Mammoth some good publicity. I think you've done a really good job standing up for them. So thank you so much, man. And um, we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Um, and for if you guys are going to fist me, just uh, if you swing, I'll swing back harder. So, uh, yeah, let's just, (laughs) that's what I want to leave you guys with. But, um, yeah, 
thanks for having me, fellas. I uh, I do appreciate it. All right, much love, man. Have a good night. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Well, that's done, Papa Pike. What Wait, do we think about it? Dude, it was a good... I think for a first interview, I think we crushed it. Not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, man. The dude can talk. He can uh, talk. One, he can talk. Um, I, I appreciate his candor and some of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, I like to... Man, I wish we had more time. I could have uh, pressed him about what he think other teams could have done better and why yeah. he thinks the teams are shady, which is a question that only came to me right at the end. Yeah. But damn, what do we think? Look, we learned a lot is what I'm actually mm -hmm. excited for. I think getting an insight into the back of it all is so crucial yeah. for this podcast too, because we're not trying to just give an outside point of view of like our thoughts on the games, our thoughts on the scene. It's it's trying to get thoughts on what's happening in there. So you, the yeah. viewer, you, the audio listeners, love you to bits, that you can <laughs> learn as much as you can so you can appreciate it more too. So getting someone, even for the team that is on, on the lower bracket, um, yeah to give his thoughts and his ideas of where his team's at and how they're still actually confident is, is quite nice to see. Um, whether they can pull it off though, Corvi is a whole nother story. Uh, but we'll just have yeah. to wait and see. Plus I always, I always respect a man that not only is, uh, well, he's down, but I respect mm. a man that, that has faith and, and trusts his, the team around him because mm. he stuck by his guns. He said, look, we've been shit on by Twitter. These are the reasons why we've been shit on by Twitter. These are the reasons why we said what we said. Yeah. And I'm not going to say sorry about it because I feel like I'm in the right. And I feel like that, I, you know, I respected that a lot from him. So yeah. good on him for coming out here and speaking with candor and just telling him, telling us how it is. Yeah. He did a good job. Look, honestly, at the same time as I think, well, we might need to look and reach out to some someone from ESL, maybe with um, Ashlyn as well, and just be like, hey, come onto the podcast. Let's just get you going as well. Because I think learning from the ESL side, not just the yeah. org side, could be interesting. So, um, Ashling, if, you, if you're hearing this and you are listening, please reach out to me or Corby. We would love to have you as the head of the LCO and running all this. But, yeah, I, I think he did a bang-up job. Um, I think we could have asked questions all night, honestly, because... Yeah, we, I had so much. Yeah. I had harder ones that I wanted to ask him too, but I didn't want to be just shitty to the first yeah. guest. Yeah, 100%. I didn't want to go too dark and too deep with it. But again, we'll get to that point. We'll start hitting up people on Twitter about that yeah. sort of stuff too. Um, but I think, where are we at now, Corby? Where are we at? Well, uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff that we want to touch on this week, but because we had the interview and we ran overtime, um, mm. we can kind of touch on these next week. Yep. Uh, so for next week, guys, uh, don't forget, we're going to be talking about uh, the clips from the fans, which you guys have been sending in. Yep. Thank you so much. We'll be talking more about the end of the LCO round robin uh, yep. going into groups. So we're talking about the peace drama and everything like that as well. Yep. We're going to bring up our totals. Uh, who's winning? Who's losing? Spoiler alert! It's really just not that interesting. But no, it, no, we got to bait them now. We got to bait them. Oh, now. it's close! Oh my it god! It's so <laughs> hectic, guys. Prepare Uranus. Uh, we're going to be talking about what we think about the Direwolves versus Peace, uh, and then there's plenty of other topics that we can talk about as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because this this uh, episode's gone longer than we thought with the interview, we'll uh, polish this stone and make it more well-rounded and refined as we go. But is it. there any comments you want to say before we end the podcast for today, mate? Nah, man, I think we're, we're pretty good. I think it's, it's nice to... Uh keep this going i think if you guys yeah. are enjoying it we'll keep going harder like we're trying to get more out there for you guys too so guys don't forget send in those clips um if you have interesting tweets or something you'd like for us to maybe talk about too definitely send those through as well we'll try and get a couple of our own but the more people pitching in the better um don't forget to you awesome podcast listeners who was actually love you to death. Yeah, we love you to death um but it was actually <laughs> maca was a podcast listener so you are out there you are alive we're slowly mm. starting to hear the three claps 
echo throughout Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> it's phenomenal. So, guys, keep up the amazing work. Keep coming back. We're loving giving you as much as we can for that. Um, yeah, anything from you, Corby, before we end it? Nah, mate. Just love my audio listeners to death. Not saying that the, the video listeners. Hi, by the way. Hello. See what I'm doing right now? Yes. Audio listeners can't see this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Audio listeners are missing out right now. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, sorry, audio listeners. That's just me and the video listeners. Um, yeah. Uh, nothing, man. I'm good. I was really happy how the interview went. First one. Um, first one. Crazy that we got uh, management on the first go. That's crazy. Yeah. Caught a big fish. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyone else that wants to reach out for free, uh, we'll reach out as well. Keen awesome. to hear other people's thoughts, stories as well. Yeah. Yeah, it would be good to hear from Kanga after that, huh? Oh, yeah. That was, there was some feisty <laughs> words in that too. I think yeah, he, he hates Kanga. Oh, yeah. he hates it. We've, well, we've got some good good stuff. We could go to all these teams and be like, well, we spoke with uh, the Macca from Mammoth. And I, I love that we can start building a little bit of a network between these mm -hmm. guys and have some laughs. But mm -hmm. um, So, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in for today's episode. Episode four, it will be released this week. But um, just, guys, have a fantastic week. We'll see you all in the LCO. Don't forget to drop by our uh, cheeky little Twitch streams. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all the socials that we have. Um, we will have those links uh, down in the comment, or not in the comments, in the actual description soon. I'm actually going to be trying to write up a bit of a template for us so you can actually have access to everything straight away. Um, but, yeah, Kulvi, let's let's end it out with a cheeky goodbye simultaneously. Uh, what are you gonna count down and we're gonna just say goodbye i think we're just, we just, we just gonna risk it and just try and do it okay all right, all right. ready yeah i'm ready all right goodbye Bye. damn that's way off yeah that was shit <laughs>